Welcome, everybody. I'm Chris Miller, author of the number one best-selling book, Ready for Pre-Retirement, Three Secrets for Safe Money and a Fabulous Future. I'm so honored to be the host of this show called Ready, Set, Retire. Do you wait, lay awake at night wondering if you have enough money to pay the bills, let alone retire? In this show, your vision will be transformed, and I will show you how to have safe money and a fabulous future. I've counseled thousands of individuals, businesses, and families over the past 20-plus years and proud to say I've never lost a dime of my clients' money. I will share with you secrets I've learned over two decades that only the few rich know about and really have been around for centuries. Pre-retirement is plan retirement early so your money, your health, and your peace of mind is there when you need it. Now, because this is such a huge topic, I get to have the honor of inviting some amazing guests to talk about pre-retirement and everything that you need to know. Today, my special guest is Dr. John Amaral, D.C. John has a passion for helping people take control of their health and well-being naturally and holistically. He is a personal practitioner for Anthony Robbins, and he works on many high-level speakers, CEOs, entertainers, and athletes. John has a private practice, the Wellbeing Center in Santa Cruz, California, and a brand-new program called Body-Centered Leadership Program. That begins in May. So today, I am so honored to welcome my friend, Dr. John Amaral. Thank you, John, for being here. Hi, Chris. Thank you for having me on the show. I'm so excited about having you. You you really are amazing. And when I had the honor of meeting you, you actually healed me right on the spot with some of your <laughs> amazing techniques because I have these headaches I get all the time. So you were like we were right in the middle of a conference and you just like took care of it right there on the spot. I was I was really, really impressed. Well, if you, if you remember, Chris, we, you know, I took you through a process where, where you actually connected to 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 your body in a way that you, you tapped into your body's really own innate healing capacity, and and it, you know that's that's my passion. My passion isn't, and my belief isn't so much in, uh, oh, I'm the I'm the healer, I'm the person that's going to fix it, but it's really it's 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 helping unlock. Uh, unleash, uh, tap into the, the the healing capacity of one's own body because we all have we all have that ability. And I remember, I still remember that that session we did. And you know, you you were at, you were accessing something that was so innately um, uh, profound. And uh, and your body will do it. Your body will heal itself uh, right. given given the right resources. Well, that was so cool because. It really was like you were just a guy that was walking me through this process to tune mm-hmm. in, and and it really and, and and we did it more than once, so I know I know it works, and I can, you know, totally highly recommend anybody who's listening to really turn an ear and 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 dial into what we're going to talk about today, because because you really have a unique roadmap to be able to tune into the healing that people have inside of their bodies. 
Now, people ask me, well, you know, you're talking about money and retirement. Well, to me, again, retirement is in a state of mind. So I'm retired even before I retire, meaning I just stay in that peace even though I'm working. And in order to have, you know, that right state of mind, you know, you got to be connected with the right spirit, but it's not going to do you any good to have wealth if you don't have your health. So that's why I really wanted to have you on the show and help help our listeners understand what what you do. Maybe you could share with us exactly, you know, why and what your program is and, and how your practice is different than other practitioners. Yeah, um, thank you. Um, you know, I'm, I'm happy to share, and, and you know, I'm coming out of a out of a uh, a, a background of, of being a chiropractor. Although I don't do any kind of manipulation or popping or cracking that oftentimes people would associate with chiropractic, uh, I'm still coming out of the principles of of chiropractic, uh, which were founded uh, in, on on the teachings of a man named D.D. Palmer. And Palmer was uh, uh, in, in 1895. He founded he founded chiropractic, and it you know. It's interesting because he he was a metaphysical uh, guy. He was a and he he uh, he considered uh, his his job to help remove the the any blockages that would uh, keep somebody's in what he called his their innate wisdom or intelligence uh, uh, from being connected into what he called the universal intelligence. So it was kind of a spiritual. It was a spiritual exploration about how do you live in a fulfilled, uh, free, and connected state. And so I started studying chiropractic over 20 years ago, and I started studying with a man named Donald Epstein, and he's the developer of a system called NSA, or Network Spinal Analysis, and that's been the core kind of piece of, of my, my work uh, for decades. And and really, Chris, the, 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 the approach is, is a different paradigm than, than, um, than our, our, our healthcare paradigm that we live in now, which is basically reactive or we call restorative. It's trying to, the goal is if you go in, you know, what happens, Chris, if you go into to uh, the doctor and you have a condition or you have a symptom, um, you know, do they, do they typically look at the whole big picture or do they often look at, you know, the symptom or condition and, and try to, you know, treat it so that you can go back to your life? I mean, right. um, what's been your experience there with, with, if you've gone into healthcare providers, typically. Oh, exactly. That's exactly the point. When I first started getting these headaches, you know, a couple decades ago, and I went into a regular doctor, and the doctor says he prescribed me three different medicines, and then he said, "Well, one of these will work, and then we'll know what it is." Mm-hmm. And I went, "Whoa!" I just stepped back and I went, "Okay," and I walked out of there with three prescriptions, and I threw them all in the trash. Actually, great. I'm serious. I was like, forget this, and because it was not, it didn't. I, I'm not, you know, a gamble, and so yeah. I prayed. I said, look, you know, God, what am I supposed to do here? And I, I, I got into alternative medicine and in prayers and fasting and cleanses, and I mean, I did a whole retake on my body and um, actually healed what was happening to me with alternative mm-hmm. medicine because. It was a, you know, some steps that I could take. So that changed my mindset. You know, I think that's a that's a great story and a great point that that um, that 
that I'm not a gamble, you know, led led you to 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 go down a more alternative route. And and I, there is a time and place for for medicine. Absolutely, there's a time and place for an antibiotic in certain situations, or there's a time and place for a surgery, etc. It's it's just understanding that you are not a gamble. Just like your 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 um, your retirement and your and your and your wealth creation and building up a, a nest egg and having you know understanding how that works and and having a system for it um, is is critical to to get where you want to go. With your health, it's the same thing. You, it, you're not a gamble, so why would you live a lifestyle and live in a way that would be totally reactive, pushing yourself, not paying attention to your body, not under, seeking to understand and learn how to tune into that feedback and use it wisely and live, live, live to where you injure yourself or start breaking down and then get reactive care to try to patch you up so you can keep doing the same thing. It's absurd, but that's the way our system is set up. And so there is another way. There's a, a different way, and that's a proactive way to begin to invest in your health, invest in your uh, in your body, invest in your self awareness and your consciousness, so that you you are growing and adapting and changing with the environment rather than just going full force and trying to just get wherever you think you need to go and just self destructing on the way. There's another path. Exactly. And, you know, it's fascinating because to me, the health and the wealth are so, even though they rhyme, they're also, there's something that's the same like you're talking about investing in your health, investing in. Now, it's a little more proactive. You've got to take time out and understand it. And it's just not like, oh, I can take a pill and I'm fixed and it's over. It's like, hmm, maybe what I'm eating has something to do with it. Maybe what I'm drinking, you know, all of those things having an effect, but there's no way you can figure it out without a guide, and that's what I see you as a guide for people to dial them in to that healing. Yeah, you know, I I see myself as a guide, as a a, uh, facilitator, and and ultimately the ultimate guide is your own body and your own own, uh, awareness of what your body wants and needs. And one of the things that we found with uh, with this network spinal analysis approach um, and working with people is that we found that as people were receiving this care, and this is through a, a, a study through UC Irvine Medical College back in the 90s that we did with almost 3,000 people, we found that as they were getting worked on, and what we're doing with people is very gentle touch to different parts of the spine that actually cues the brain to pay attention to where things are free and flowing. And through a process called entrainment, you get what entrainment is is when you take something that's free and flowing and you use it to draw along what's bound up, kind of like uh, if you if you have a dam in a river and you want to uh, clear out the dam, you can try to disassemble it piece by piece, or you can just open the floodgates up river, you know, and wash everything down. Well, when we're working with people's bodies, we're kind of creating this flow through the body, the flow of energy, flow of blood, flow of oxygen, opening things up, and that entrainment process starts you know, clearing things and, and opening things. But what we found is we were working on these people doing these entrainments, and through this UC Irvine study, we found that as people got more more clear and connected, they were more present, more self-aware, more flow. They're in the zone. Uh, they're listening to their bodies more effectively. They started making healthier choices, and those choices were things like they would cut out, they'd eat less meat, they'd stop smoking, they'd start... Uh, 
uh, healthy lifestyle practices like doing yoga or meditating, um, their relationships would your ability to handle um, stress and deal with intimate relationship got better. All these different areas of quality of life improved through this process of entrainment where we're doing this physical and work on the body. And we started looking at that and saying, well, why, why would something you do with body work on somebody help them make all these healthier choices? So we did another uh, research project through USC Department of Engineering in Southern California, and we found that the process of this entrainment, this system of healthcare that we're we're using, it's not just healthcare; it's it's a system of really wellness uh, care. Um, it actually started. We we found that it's making changes in the in the nervous system in the brain, which is increasing its efficiency, increasing its ability to. Um, take on more with less stress and to be able to release tension more easily and in a way self-adjust better to the environment. So we have this system that's like a, it's, it is like an, a, a, it's a process of investing in your health and in your body that gets you so connected to what's, um, what your body wants and needs that you start making healthier choices and your lifestyle changes because you know what you need and nobody knows better what you really need than you. Right. So so how do you so how do you take someone through this process or trainment or what you were saying uh-huh. that, how how do you describe that Well you know what it is is uh you know there are different ways to receive the care I mean I have a private practice in uh, Santa Cruz California um called the Wellbeing Center um and uh that is where people can come in and they you know we would do a full a comprehensive uh, assessment of their situation, their condition, and their their um, history, et cetera, and then we and then we do and then we we would work. We would get you lay down on a table, and we uh, do a session where I'm touching different parts of the spine. You know, you're fully clothed, laying on a table, and I'm just touching different parts of the neck and the tailbone area, and that starts the process of entrainment. Um, and there are a bunch of physiological changes that start happening that create this kind of wave-like fluid motion that your body spontaneously goes into. And literally, the body's unwinding right there on the table. You just can feel your own body unwinding and unraveling and releasing tension. And so that process is something that um, I started taking into events. Um, you know, one of the things, like, for example, Tony Robbins is someone I've, I've had the opportunity and the, and the blessing to work with for almost a decade now, uh, myself and some other... Um, colleagues, including Donnie Epstein, the developer of this this, this particular approach. Um, we work with him at different events all around the world backstage, you know, getting him ready to go out and out and, and do his things. And if anybody knows, has ever been to a Tony Robbins event, um, he's out there on stage, you know, sometimes 50 plus hours in a weekend, you know, like a three-day weekend. He's out there like on stage just like giving out more energy than you could imagine and you just you go, man, this guy's like the Energizer Bunny, and he's just un, uh, just like it's just unbelievable how much energy he can put out. But what they don't know is behind the scenes, he's getting worked on with this particular approach and some other modalities too. But it helps to release that tension that's building up. It helps to clear the clear the you know the connection between the brain and nervous system and the body, so that you have uh, you're in the most resourced, energized state. So. I do this work on people behind uh, behind the scenes backstage. I go in and work with different like CEOs of companies. I go and work with um, 
with uh, I've worked with professional athletes and entertainers and celebrities and dancers and you know just all kinds of people like kind of behind the scenes getting them in this really connected place where the brain and the body is in such a in, it's so in sync it's functioning so much as one that you you are in your totally in your zone and so I'm also developing you out you had mentioned a program that I'm doing I developed a program that I'm doing for a very it's a, a very small group of people but it's a it's a, like a mastermind style program that's called body centered leadership and bodycenteredleadership.com is the is the website for that and there's still a handful of spots left it starts in May of this year uh, May 15th is the first event in San Diego but I'm taking a small group of people and I'm doing this very high caliber high level work on the body and the mind and getting people into the zone for um, optimal performance in whatever area um, they're they're wanting to uh, apply it in their life. That sounds great. So that that's bodycenteredleadership.com. For those of you listening, definitely check this out for sure. Maybe you could share with us a story of someone you worked with recently that really moved you or inspired you, so so our listeners can get an idea of what really happens. <laughs> Yeah, you know, there's a woman that actually, there are a couple stories that come to mind. I mean, one of them is a woman that just came into me about two weeks ago uh, into my private practice, and and she has been having uh, uh, migraines, and she's been having dizziness and vertigo, and she's been having um, uh, a lot of physical uh, pain in her neck and low back. And so she was referred by someone, and she had no idea what I do. That I, She just knew that I did some kind of body work. So she was expecting more of the kind of, traditional chiropractic or, you know, you know, some kind of manipulation or something very mechanical. Well, you know, when she let, you know, so I explained to her what I do and I laid her down on the table and I started working on her and I'm touching these different points with like one or two ounces of pressure. And of course the mind is going, what the heck is this going to do? You know, they're barely touching me. Could be waving a wand over me or something. Yeah. And, uh, and she immediately got up after the first session and she's, she felt high, you know. She felt, she said, "I feel woozy." I, she ended up having to sit out in the front office for about you know half an hour before she could drive. But what happened is, you know, all these endorphins are being released, the brain and the body is connecting, and tensions releasing, and things are opening up. Well, uh, I she came back and said, "Oh my gosh, I felt so much clearer. I haven't had any headaches since I last saw you, and uh, my mind is sharper, and I just feel like lighter." And then uh, and then I saw her about four, three or four more times. And uh, this, she, she sent me an email the other day, and she said, um, "I was holding some. I was holding on to this whole guilt thing uh, from about five years ago uh, when I retired. <laughs> Actually, I quit my job, and uh, and there was some stuff, some friction around that, and I didn't realize it, but I had been holding this. And the last session you did with me, all of a sudden, I just like I had tears, and and I had this big like weight lifted off of me." And I realized that for the last five years, I've been in total reaction and I didn't even know it. And all of a sudden, I feel free and I'm now thinking of the future and I'm seeing the possibility. And she said, you know, these opportunities are coming up. She's, she said all of the dreams she's been having for the past, like, and she said she started having dreams of flying. And she was a, she was a um, stewardess for, you know, a flight attendant for like, um, like uh, I think like almost three decades. And she said, all of a sudden, I had a dream of flying and the freedom of feeling like I was soaring and flying, and she just wanted to thank me. So things like that, and it's like, well, what does that have to do with the physical body? 
You know, how did how did she have her dreams changed and she's feeling possibility in life again and she's feeling inspired for the future and what's next instead of, you know, well, that has to do with your brain and nervous system getting out of this reaction, fight, flight, protection, stress mode. And that's what this entrainment process does. It once it shifts the gears so that you get out of that mode, all of a sudden your, your energy is liberated and you're freed up again. And your body is not in reaction, it's now in responsiveness to the environment. Right. And so that is a, a kind of a classic thing of what this happens all the time over and over. I can tell you dozens of stories of people, hundreds of stories of people having these types of experiences. Well, I was one. I had one, too. I mean, it really, it's not, you know, fabricated. It really is yeah. a real deal. And you you have it, you really have an amazing practice. I think it's just, I think it's cutting edge and going to be part of what people will need to survive because it's so important, I mean, for, for your health. So, um, yeah, I think, Chris, I want to even say it's like, and it's beyond even just surviving. And I think this is, this is something I, I mean, I, I, I love about what you're doing with the work you're doing is helping people thrive in in retirement and through pre-retirement like thinking about it living in a in a connected open and and free place now rather than waiting till someday, right? Um I think that that what you're doing is 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 really powerful and and for a lot of people um they just they're caught up in the in a system that is totally reactive. Um, it's just totally reactive to yeah. what has already happened. And there's, and there's, yes, there, are, there's alternative care. There's wellness type approaches that are coming much more and more on the scene. Matter of fact, more people are spending money on on wellness and alternative care than they than ever before. And it's it's it's, it's staggering the, the shift. But people realize that we have a broken, you know, healthcare system for sure. It's it's completely about oh, trying to keep you yeah. <laughs> trying to keep you in, in the range of normal and, and return you back to some some you know if the best you can do is take away your symptoms and get you back to where you were before whatever happened um that's probably not very good because most people's before wasn't that great anyway right so what if you know you have an approach that can take you from where you are to somewhere where you couldn't have even beyond what you even thought was even possible and and that's really my my interest yeah. Um, what you know, growth. Right. Well, you know, it's fascinating, John. In the same system, well, the world, <laughs> you could say, these yeah. systems that have been man, you know, man-made in the way that the um, healthcare system is set up, or the way that you know you go see a doctor and they pers- work on your symptoms instead of their own cause. It's the same thing going on with the money world, where yeah. that that way that we used to do things is broken. So. You know, gambling in the stock market isn't, it was great for my dad's generation, but we're in another kind of world now. we got to be safe. You don't want to put all your money in Las Vegas. You want to be safe. And so the that model, that investing model, is the same, I believe, is the same recreation that's happening all over the planet. It's, that model's broken. It doesn't, we don't do things that way anymore if you want to have safe money in a fabulous future. Same thing for the medical what you're talking yeah. about is a yeah. whole new approach that you can avoid drugs and surgery, save tons of money, and feel better than you would have, you know, any other it, way. It, 
you're right on it. It's invest. It, it, it is a is a form of investing. It, it's uh, it when you're in when you take care of your when you take proactive steps to t- not just not just do the right things. Okay, this is an interesting and I think a, a a very important point for people to understand. You can do all the right things. You can eat well. You can do yoga practices. You can cut out the bad stuff. You know, stop smoking. Don't drink alcohol. You can, you know. You can you can do all the things that you can exercise. You can do all the right stuff, and your wellness, your sense of well-being, does not necessarily get highly impacted. Uh, it it will be better than if you're doing a bunch, you know, if you're doing a bunch of very detrimental practices. But what we found in our research was that you can be doing all the right things, and that will not necessarily bring bring you to a state of well-being. And and what we found was was that people actually they get well first. They get connected. They feel present. They feel at one with their body. They feel in the moment, and they actually heal and start to make make uh, make progress because they healed. They start to make healthier choices because they're because they're more connected. They're more present, and they change their lifestyle practices um, when they're healthier. So so. It, it, the point is that what doing all the right things won't get you won't get you to this place of deep fulfillment when sh, when you connect and you're present with with yourself and you really uh, actually are are he, in a way whole and healed whole and healed then when you do the, the make the changes you do them because it's from a place of connection and then you feel better and better as you do them and so those things are like evidence of right. of of a healthier, um, a more connected place, and so a lot of times people are running around. They're trying to, they're trying to like, they're they're stressed out. They're and they're and they're doing all these things. They're working out really hard. They're they're eating a super super strict diet, and they're right. they're you know they're everything's so uptight, you know. And if you go over to like uh, one of the places I love to travel to is Italy. You go there, and you know everyone's emotional, but they're expressive, but they eat well, and they you know they just it's like. There's a love and a passion for life, and it's like, but it's chill too. There's yeah. a there's hours in, in the like people take this really long, you know, like midday. Everything shuts, everything closes down, all the right. stores. Right. And so it's like they, it's it's um, it's that super high strung, uptight pace that that we li- that we live in that that um, that we carry in our bodies, and that's that what I was talking about earlier, that fight or flight, that. That that mode when the nervous system and brain is in this like you're in this overwhelmed state, you can do all the right stuff in that state, but as long as that state sustains, um, you 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 really aren't going to have a deep sense of fulfillment. So we got to look at things from a, a, a greater perspective than just are you doing the right things and not doing the wrong things. We have to look at are you connected? Are you really with it? Are you really with yourself? Are you really living the life that you? Uh, it's congruent with what you really want and your greater sense of purpose. Like, are you living that? And so part of this, this approach is, like I say, is investing because are you investing in, in why you're really here and what you're really made for and what you really want to do and who you really want to be? Or are you just reacting to try to keep doing what you think you need to be doing to survive? Right, right. That's such a good point. So how does someone... You know, it is a very stressful lifestyle. (laughs) Jeez. I mean, you know, like you're saying, and I'm one of those people even doing all the right things, but the amount of stress voids off all those right things. So what 
do you recommend someone? How do they get out of the overwhelm and, and still well, stay calm within uh, the storm? Oh, my gosh, that's such a great question. I mean, there are a lot of things that you can do on your own, um, and, and I'll give you a simple, like, three-step process, and then – and then, then there are things that take it to a whole other level, like like receiving the entrainments, like the process I'm doing through the Body Centered Leadership Program, where I have, um, you know, experts, world class experts in consciousness and self awareness and 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 health and even business, and coming in and teaching people how to connect with their body, connect to their bodies, and use their body as a powerful resource, so that you feel better and better by being alive in this body that rather than you feel like you're just breaking down and rotting away you know as you're getting right. older but but the three-step process is that is number one um what you need to do is you need to you need to bring awareness to your situation um number two you need to acknowledge it and number three you you need to accept where you're at that's the key it's a paradox I call it the paradox of change because in order to change anything, you first have to be fully present with where you are without trying to change it, which is very difficult for people, especially in the Western culture, because we don't want to accept where we are because we're supposed to be at the next place. It's supposed to be at the better place. Right, right. So, okay, so, so, back, so tell us, stop, I'll go back, back it up. again and back up and, and tell yep. us. Maybe one at so a time and drill down. I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to give you the three steps up front and I'll take okay. you through them. Okay. So it's it's number one it's awareness number two it's acknowledgement and number three it's acceptance. So number one awareness. Well, if you have a symptom going on, a headache, a your back's hurting, your you have some you know something where your body is chronically you know been bothering you nagging at you. What it's doing is it your body's communicating to you and it's attempting to tell you something about your your situation circumstances or your life and the body's symptoms really mean hey stop and pay attention something needs to change so by bringing awareness to your your symptom um you 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 connect and so you put your hand literally put your hand on that part of your body and just place it if it's your head put your hand on your head if it's your knee put your hand on your knee if it's your shoulder if it's your gut, wherever it is, you know, your belly or your you know, heart, put your hand on that part of your body where you're having the symptom and bring awareness to the sensations there. Does it feel numb? Does it feel like the, like somebody else's body? If it does, if it feels like you've touched that part of your body and you're totally checked out, then you actually want to, you want to say like right here, I feel disconnected. And you bring awareness to the fact that you're kind of vacated the premises if you feel sensation there, then you just want to bring awareness to what is that sensation. Does it feel sh- like cold or hot? Does it feel tight? Does it feel um, tingly? Does it does it have a sense of um, you know compression, like it's contracting? Does it feel like there's pressure there, like it's expanding? What do you notice? No story here. Not, no, I'm going to get rid of. You just not have a story about it, but you just want to feel this. What is the sensation of that part of your body? That's step one. The second thing that you do is then you want to acknowledge what you what you're sensing or feeling there, and the acknowledgement might just be right here. It feels tight. It feels right here. It feels I feel pressure right here. I feel um, it feels it feels kind of um, raw, or it feels um, like I feel vibration there. It feels and and sometimes people will actually feel when they're touching the part of their body, they actually will feel emotion. They'll feel a sense of. I feel kind of sad when I touch this place. I feel angry. I feel I feel scared. 
you know, I feel concerned when I touch this place that there's something that might be really wrong. And you just acknowledge it and you just say, oh, right here I feel really concerned. I'm scared that there's something really wrong. You acknowledge it. And then the third step is that while you're still touching the part, you actually, you're going you're gonna to ag- accept it. And this is the, probably the biggest challenge for most people is accepting what they're noticing there without trying to change it. And acceptance really requires for you to just fully be with it with no agenda for it to be different for a moment. So acceptance might be right here, I feel really scared. And I actually I was working with a very, very high-powered CEO of a company, a multi-multi, hundreds of millions of dollar company. And uh, and he had a place when, when, when we touched it, I could tell that it was completely disconnected. It was like he wasn't even present there. Well, I had him bring awareness, then I had him acknowledge what he noticed there, and then I had him accept what was there. And what was really there was he felt totally powerless. Now, t- keep in mind, this is a guy that's running a, a company worth hundreds of millions of dollars, and he's, it's all about he, has, he knows he's powerful. So it was very difficult for him to acknowledge that he had a place in his body at that moment that, where he felt totally disempowered and he felt very, very weak. Right. And, he, and he, would, he was resisting. He, wasn't, he didn't want to say it. <laughs> and I finally like, coached him and got him to say And he finally said, right here, I feel powerless. Yeah. And... As soon as he did, he took this deep breath, and then some kind of like little bits of tears came, which he was trying to hold back. Right. And it was like, ah, peace. He finally accepted that he had this place that was power that felt powerless. Right. And and as soon as he did that, all of a sudden, all the tension dropped away, and and then and then everything started freeing up. Wow. So that was the third thing: is acceptance. And and that little process of bringing awareness to the part of where the symptom is bringing acknowledgement of what you're noticing when you put your hand there and then and sometimes what you have to accept is I feel totally disconnected from this part when I touch it it might as well be a piece of cement I don't feel any presence here I don't feel myself here and then you actually you might just say you know I feel so disconnected right here and when you totally are with it with presence and acceptance all of a sudden it has to change because Awareness in and, of a, in and of itself transforms. Right. And so we're always trying to get to the next place to feel better. What if we could just be with where we are and that is the secret? Right. So we start there. That's the foundation. And then I build from there. But before someone is going to make major progress to move forward in their health and their life, they have to first be able to connect with where they are right now. That is so true. And and for those of you that just tuned in, you are listening to Ready, Set, Retire. And we have Dr. John Amaral who's sharing with us some amazing uh, techniques that he uses. Um, John, this is a good time. Maybe you could share with everybody again about your body-centered leadership, your new program. Sounds totally amazing. I wish I could have time to be part of it. <laughs> well, yeah, um, yeah Body Centered Leadership is a program that I've been. It's 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 my it's my great excitement right now. It's it's my the newest thing that I've just developed. Um, it comes out of uh, a near about twenty years, two decades of of, of studying the mind, the body, and and uh, and the processes for you know for optimizing how you use your you use your body and mind for for ma- major success and fulfillment, and uh, and I I'm taking a small group of people, less than 20 people, uh, who are all entrepreneurs, 
who are all very, um, you know, just, just very successful in their different areas of expertise. And, uh, and, we're, and we're setting up like a, a mastermind-style group where we meet four times a year. I have four live events where we do intensive work on the body. I have experts come in um, on many different topics and subjects and teach uh, uh, people how to uh, utilize these different uh, uh, techniques as well as the, the work that we're doing on the body and, uh, and the exercises we're teaching you to use in your life. And then there are virtual, virtual learning and content throughout the year through webinars and conference calls. And, uh, and we have a, a support group of a very, very uh, uh, kind of elite group of people that are committed to um, absolute uh, uh, total well-being and 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 creating positive change in the world and and together we're going to be doing that. So um that that is called body centered leadership and you can find more out about that program by going to bodycenteredleadership.com and uh and there's some information about about the program and also there's a ability to fill out an application form uh because there's a handful of spots left in the program and it, it is an application only uh, uh group because I the just just the nature of the group and um if anybody is interested they can go to bodycenteredleadership.com and and get that. All right, that sounds excellent. And so okay, so let's get back to this this simple 3-minute practice that naturally reduce pain and that and that was the process that you were just t- taking us through. Yeah. Right. And, it, and it's interesting because oh, just Chris I want to add that it's like it's the the process of, you know, it's like it is, it's a non-therapeutic approach where you're actually not trying to reduce the pain and in the process of not trying to reduce the pain but just to connect and be with what is, the pain actually in most cases completely goes away or reduces massively. It's a, it, Again, it's this paradox of, of you, you can't get where you want to go until you can be where you fully are and being where you fully are can be pretty challenging. Being where you really are can be challenging. <laughs> Accepting where you really are can be challenging but it's got to start there. Right. So that that three minute process is is uh, is uh, or that three step process, which can take three minutes, or it can be spread out and take a little bit longer. But it's it's an interesting one because people oftentimes they want to just get they want to. This is why drugs are so popular because they want to get the instant experience to get somewhere else to be to a better place. If they only knew, Chris, that you can get to a better place by just being fully present with where you are right now and really seeking to go kind of through that experience rather than try to just get out of it. And the way out really is through, and that's a spiritual principle. Right. Absolutely. So, no, you talk about being proactive and not reactive. Mm -hmm. Maybe you could share with us a little bit about what that means. Yeah. Well, I've been talking about, uh, you know, uh, I was talking to a, a, a friend today who's, who's an athlete, and, and we were talking about how, you know, around springtime when people get out and it, it gets sunny and nice and people get out and start, you know, kind of doing the weekend warrior thing, how often uh, they get hurt. And I have so many people in my practice, you know, my private practice that come in around this time of year, and they, they're just getting out and starting to, you know, use their bodies in more uh, physical ways, and they hurt themselves because they didn't uh they didn't what i call precondition themselves right they didn't do the 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 processes that it takes to make sure that you don't uh overdo it right out of the gate so i mean it's just simple things like stretching 
And when you stretch, not stretching to try to just uh, just to loosen up, but stretching to just become more present and connected to your body, be in sync with your body. Um, things like making sure you're hydrated. You're drinking enough water because uh, most people are walking around dehydrated and, and your your mental function goes down. Your susceptibility to illnesses goes way up. Um, you know, hydration is critical. Um, things like just listening to your body. Like listening to the feedback your body gives you, for example, if something starts to nag or tap you, you know, like you're running or you're walking or you're doing some some activity and you're getting some feedback from your body that if something's not right, it feels a little off, feels uncomfortable, how many people just push through and ah, they'll just, you know, I need to I need to hit my objective, I need to get my time, I need to run this many miles instead of just like listening to the body, adjusting the pace slowing down, stopping if they need to connect in, understanding what does my body really want or need, what's the communication here, and then seeing if w- your behavior is even appropriate or if you need to change it. Right. That is critical. That's that's investing in the long term. Yeah, I mean, most people just push, push, push. That's the the way, you know, just They push, push. <laughs> it <laughs> is, and they push, it. push, push, and they try to push through it. They override it. They overcome it. They try to break through it. And then they, and then they tried to patch it up and do this restorative kind of uh, medical care, where you, you know, you don't, you're not, you haven't built the foundation for the long term. When we're talking about investment in your health for the long term. You need to develop the skills and the capabilities to live a uh, a connected uh, and fulfilling life. You, you don't, you don't. All of a sudden, when you're, you know, in your 80s, you know, like uh, magically just develop all those skills. It's something that you have to, you have. And then so many people that I see wish they would have listened to their bodies earlier on. They're in their 60s, they're in their late 50s, 60s, early 70s, and they're saying, "Well, you know, I wish that I would have known this stuff, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago. I would have completely approached life in a in a, in a in a different way, I would have cared for my body more. I would have slowed down. I would have been more present. I would have, you know, I would have listened to what my body was telling me instead of uh, always pushing through. Because now I have X, Y, Z condition, and now it's too late to go back and redo it. It, you know, it's so hard to figure out how how do you start like for our listeners what are some simple mm-hmm. steps that they could take right now to start feeling more grounded and authentic and and empowered in their own lives that's a fantastic question all right so simple steps so number 1 is um is start to actually uh put your attention on your body and touch your body and touch those places that are symptomatic um with your hands there's something we call somatic awareness the clinical term for the ability to articulate, verbalize, tune into a body sense or an emotion. And for a lot of people, they they don't really they don't really interact with their body uh, in a in a loving or comforting way. They pay attention to their body when it's nagging them, but they don't really honor and celebrate how awesome the body is. It's this amazing vehicle, right? That's taking you through life. And it needs to be it needs to be acknowledged and taken care of. 
and it needs love. <laughs> so you can just you can give you can love yourself <laughs> you can love yourself up uh with with just um with just you know being kind to your body when it does give you symptoms or it does give you um uh, some kind of nagging um uh pain or discomfort that if you just slow down and touch that part of your body and just acknowledge it and just say I'm paying attention, what do you want? What do you need? That alone is is a totally different approach than most people take. They most people aren't kind to their bodies. Right. <laughs> they they blame their body for everything that uh that they don't, you know, it's like, "Oh, my knee." You know, you hear people in people's language patterns, "Oh, it's my bad knee, it's my bad back, it's my bum knee, it's my right. arthritis, it's my whatever." Curse Instead of stupid knee, right. Yeah. And they right. and they're actually condescending and mean to their own body, and it's like, would right. you be, would you, would you, uh, you know, treat a uh, a member of your of your, you know, like your, your one of your children like that if they were having a hard time? Would you? They were they were in pain and they were crying and they were calling out for attention. Would you just ignore them and yell at them, or would you pick them up and comfort them and give them a hug? So, like, how do you treat your body? That your body, every part of your body is part of one whole system, and so, do you honor it and, and treat it with with uh, with with love and, and appreciation? You've got a new body every maybe three, four years, right? Seventy-five to a hundred trillion cells all being replaced. Right. What's the next version of you going to be like? Well, you get to choose. You get to actually make an impact right now. Yeah, you know, it's 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 amazing that. In this society, where we're coming from, and then, I mean, the disconnect that we've had to come from, you know, the generations before smoking, you know, was fashionable, but there was no connection of, you know, we're committing slow suicide. And even when you talk to people today about, you know, addictive behaviors or, or eating things that really are killing them or doing habits that are hurting them, there's such a disconnect with people in their own body, you know, the car their spirit is driving in, right, that, you know, it's sort of a, um, a suicidal tendency, it seems like, even knowing better, right? Yeah, I mean, we, we actually, we it's gone to another level with, with the advent of, of of screens, you know, and so many people are, are, are in front of a screen, you know, for many, many hours a day, and, and our body's not really made to to sit in one position and 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 actually because the because when you're online and when you're when you're on a computer you go into kind of a virtual conceptual realm you kind of go into the ethers and uh, a lot of times people just totally forget about their body they don't drink water they don't eat they don't right. move they don't stretch it's like the next thing you know 3 or 4 hours have passed and they've been in this kind of urgency mode answering emails and dealing with things and creating things and the next thing you know right. it's dark outside they haven't moved for five hours and oh, they feel right we all know this it's like so and, and and it's like well where did all that time go it's like what was going on and i almost want to it would be really interesting to put a, a camera on somebody in a typical work you know session and just film them for you know for however many hours they're there and then just white out everything on the screen except for their body <laughs> and just see how much they really move and what really happens. What do they do with their body in that period of time? Yeah. And then what's your body really made to do, and what's the gap there? 
So, you know, you might get up, get up every 15 to 20 minutes and just move your body a little bit. Have water right by where you're working. You know, drink water to hydrate yourself. Get out in the sun. Get five to to 10 10 minutes of sunlight or or natural light on your face, on your body to get vitamin D going. Um, You know, you you need to, like, feel the air, feel the, you know, like... Feel the wind on your face. Get get out of that out of that um, sort of just conceptual realm where you're not feeling your body and, and and use your body in a way that that you can remember how amazing the vehicle is. Right. That's that's fascinating because I I had that experience where I was just like sitting there, you know, on the computer, and like the whole day would go by, and it was night, and it was like. I didn't even move, you know, and pretty soon it was like, I better change this pattern. I got a balance ball, and I sit on a balance ball instead of a stagnant chair. So I'm constantly rotating and moving while I'm working to yeah. keep active because, you know, that ba- everything just stiffens up, and you got to keep fluid and moving. And, yeah, that'll, that's a killer right there, being in front it, of the screens. Yeah, and for a lot of people that are in front of the screen a lot, um, you know, going barefoot, you know, there's something called earthing, you know, it's just about getting your body and your feet on the earth and actually getting uh, uh, connected to to the to to the earth. Um, it's something that a lot of people have lost. I mean, we, you know, so get your shoes off and get in the grass, get your toes in the grass, get your toes on the dirt. Um, that helps to ground you where you kind of spiral out from being on the computer for long periods of time. So, you know, um, connecting to the biorhythms and the rhythms and the energy of your body, what's happening inside your body and in the world around you. Um, that's critical. Um, that's part of, that's part of, uh, uh, you know, we're part of a greater, a bigger system. And, and, and when we go into it, when we get, um, you know, people striving to, 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 you know, create things online on the computer, um, spending massive amount of time, you know, and looking, staring at this little screen, um, we can, can forget that there's this this whole world around us, and our and our and our body is part of that, and and um, and we need to we can remember it by shutting off the the screen, getting outside a little bit, you know, move your body. <laughs> right, it's, 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 it's in your bare feet. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's like you know, it's it's an amazing thing. I mean, the people that are thinking about retirement and pre-retirement right now um, know that when when we were kids, you know, we. we Everyone was outside playing, riding bikes. You were out right. till you know till it was almost dark, and you couldn't see anymore. Right. And, you, and then you got dragged in. Uh, right. Kids now are you know they're in front of these screens and they don't move. Right. Right. And um, you know so yeah. on a lot of levels, yeah. And so right. we need anyway. So my my point here is this: is that it's it's the more you pay attention to and honor your body and actually and listen to the feedback your body's giving you, the more that feedback becomes information that you can use for um for positive and proactive measures rather than only paying attention to your body when it's so symptomatic that you can't function and do what you want to do right. that is a huge huge different uh, uh it's a different approach it's a, it's a much uh it's a much more uh proactive and empowering approach to your health and well-being to do it that way to listen before li- i'll say that, like if if there's a lion that's seven miles away on the savanna and you hear it roaring and you go, hmm, that probably wouldn't be a very good direction for me to move in. I think I'll go this way. 
it's much different than if you walk around the corner and the lion jumps out at you and now its breath is right in your face. Right. You, have, exactly. you one is you have you have room to be proactive and change your course. The other is you're in reaction, and most people wait till the lion's breath is like in their face yeah. before they make a change. Right. And I would say if you start tuning in and listen to your body's signals and feedback and like and and start making it a practice, then um, you can you can uh, navigate with a lot more room between you and all the stuff that, you know, exactly. uh, most people are reacting to. Exactly. That that I mean that's the same message that I'm telling everybody that I talk to is if you start now and you listen now and you and, and you do it ahead of time, you're going to save save money in all those doctor bills. I mean, in the medical side and in the wealth side, if you plan ahead now and start Saving your kids' college funds and saving, put money in safe places, that money will be there when you need it, and you're mm-hmm. not going to have to worry. So it's the kind of same thing you want to start now. And it's little. You know, it's, not, it's, little, it's little investments. It, you know, it's just little things that you're doing, but you do it regularly. It's right. just like saving money. You know, you take whatever, 10 or 20% or whatever, you, and, you, and you, just, you, just, right. you just continue to do it. The, the, with, your, with your body... Um, you know, like for example, the body centered leadership program that I'm doing, that is a, a year of taking people through processes and teaching them the exercises and the tools so that they don't revert back to the old ways. It can take some time to kind of recondition you from the, the way that you were living to, yeah. to take you, you know, so that you, you learn a new skill, you learn new skill sets and, and that, that, that takes, that's an investment. Right. And so for that program, we're going to take, you know, we're taking a, gr- a small group of people, and and we're gonna, at a very high level, take them through a pro- processes where literally the architecture of the brain and nervous system, almost like if you think of it in computing terms, the hardware, the hard drive, is gonna get um, defragged, yeah. the recycle bin is gonna get cleaned out, and the whole system is gonna get upgraded so that you can play better software, you can play all this new software that's coming in, um, but you can't, you know, you're not going to be able to play the latest software on an old, outdated, you know, computer system, and and that's where your central nervous system, brain, and body is critical. Your body has to be up to speed for what's coming, and if people don't realize this, it's an exponential uh, uh, rate of change in technology right now, and so within about five years, you're going to see things like already you can see people like you know we're already able to create uh, organs out of uh, stem cells and and uh, print them out with 3D printers and there's just amazing stuff happening but there's going to be no slowing down of the techno- the speed of the rapid rate of technology just just raging ahead we have to take care of our bodies on the physical biological level better and better in order to deal with the increased amount of EMF radiation that's coming, the increased amount of, of you know, just constant stimulation from electronics. Um, you know, we got to take care, we got to, we have to have the tools to, to stay connected in this crazy, uh, frantic sort of world that we live in. Really, really. <clears throat> well, we, we've got a, just a few minutes left, John, if there's a little given us some really great tips and everything, and maybe there's just a little cherry on the top you'd like to share with our listeners? Sure. Um, I would. I think I will leave the listeners with, with uh, 
with a story, I guess my a quick ver- version of my own story. I mean, I started out um, when I was a kid, um, a little kid. I had severe asthma, aller- uh, allergies, and eczema. So I had such bad skin condition that I would I'd literally scratch my skin till it bled. Um, I had asthma to where uh, I had you know asthma attacks where I just couldn't breathe and I had inhalers. I was so allergic to the uh, the surroundings that I was constantly being triggered into hives, and I had um, uh, injections that I would have to get every um, every week for probably many many years, six or seven years, growing up because I was so overreactive to everything. And you know, I was heading down the path of of success in the physical world by pushing and striving and driving and pushing my body and pushing my body and pushing my body. And, and all these conditions were getting worse and worse. And when I found this particular path of, uh, this work of network spinal analysis and this, this work that I'm doing with people, um, it, it woke me up to kind of unthawing my body so that I could feel what was going on inside. And all these overreactive, reactive things like, uh, allergic reactions and asthma and stuff is such an emotional component to it and such an inability usually to feel or express what's being felt. And so what happened is that I kind of, I thawed out and I started feeling and I realized, wow, I'm this very emotional person. I'm very sensitive. I have all these, you know, all this awareness and I just didn't have anywhere to channel it. Right. And so as I woke up, um, I realized that I had been completely asleep and shut down and my body was screaming with all these symptoms, and I wasn't listening. I was just pushing and driving and pushing and driving. And when I started being able to listen, because I finally, the, through this work, the, the cycle got broken, I all the symptoms went away, and I've never had them since, and that was over 20 years ago. Wow. And uh, But it made me uh, aware and, and, and connected on, on an emotional level, and having to, it had, I started dealing with conflicts, and I started making choices to be more intimate and be more connected with other people. And that's the process for me that got me to where I am. And, and for people that have physical symptoms going on, if nothing's worked and they feel like, you know, it's like a lost cause or things are breaking down. Um, like a woman I just worked with that was going to have a knee replacement and we just worked on connecting with her body and using that three-step process. She just recognized that she was really just scared and, 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 and within two sessions, she decided she wasn't going to get a knee replacement, and now she's out walking four or five miles a day, and this is only like two and a half months later. Wow. <laughs> so these kind of things, it's like it's these simple processes can take you to massive healing. It doesn't have to be this long, drawn-out, complex thing. And uh, for me, it was simple. I didn't. I finally got off all the medications through connecting to my body and listening to it and honoring it. And uh, you can do it, too. Anybody can do it. Great. That's great. So, again, um, everybody, go to check out Body-Centered Leadership. This is John's new program, and it's coming out in May, and you can read all about it. And um, get on to it, for sure. It's, and this has been really great talking with you, John, and... Again, for those that want to reach out to me, I'm Chris Miller, and you can connect with me at readyforpretirement.com. I've got a free article there on the three myths of financial planning 
things that you're not going to hear a lot about, safe money strategies. You can grab that or grab my number one best-selling book, Ready for Pre-Tirement. And um, John, really, it's been great talking to you and, and hearing how good you're doing with your new program and going to help all these people. And I really, really want to thank you for being here. Uh, Chris, it's been my pleasure. Thank you so much, and thanks for the work that you're doing with people, and uh, and thank you for your help, too. All right. Well, we'll look forward to following up with you in a, in a season and, and see how it all comes coming forth for you. Awesome, Chris. Thanks so much. All right. You have a blessed day. Found out you can't take a curve at 85 My whole life flashed before my eyes I braced myself to leave this world behind As a million questions raced across my mind Did I live? Did I love? Did I matter to someone? Did I give everything I had to give? Did I save any souls? Was I worried about my own? Was I haunted by the things I never did? Did I embrace each day with faith, hope, and laughter? Did I matter? From that moment I became a brand new me With the golden ticket to a better destiny And I told my heart there'll never come a day When I'd have to search inside of me and say Did I live? Did I love? Did I matter to someone? Did I give everything I had to give? Did I save any souls? Was I worried about my own? Was I haunted by the things I never did? Did I embrace each day with faith, hope, and laughter? Did I matter? can be a voice of inspiration and my story finds you well cause when the curtain falls there ain't no second chances and you don't want to ask yourself did I live did I love did I matter to someone did I give everything I had to give did I save any souls? Was I worried about my own? Was I haunted by the things I never did? Did I embrace each day with faith, hope, and laughter? Did I matter? Did I matter? I'm mad.